Morning, Adam. How you doing, Jack? Here for another Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning with my favorite guy, Adam. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wednesday morning for recordings and Thursday mornings for dropping the episode once you kind of get it live. That's right. That's right. That's right. 300 of them, huh? Actually, this is 301. 301. That's it. We're starting a new, oh, what do you call it? New is century. It new century? Okay. New, yeah. <laughs> We're into the 300s now. It's good. Boy, oh boy. It's a lot of yapping. A lot of yeah. yapping. Haven't run out of things to talk about yet, Jack. No, it's all built around that coaching stuff that we like to do so much. And right. it, uh, it, it, it provides an endless stream of, of opportunities to talk about small business screw-ups and small business good things. <laughs> because everything we talk about basically uh, funnels down to basically uh, dealing with, with small business owners and their problems and running their business. And it's usually not the the obvious ones, you know. The well, the, it is the obvious ones. It just it goes into the mix, all of them. You're either skilled or you aren't. And if you aren't, you got to bolster it somehow or or uh, learn it. And so much of small business is learned by doing rather than by studying and having the answers in those studies. Right. Let's, let's try and fail, try and fail, and you know, kind of learn along the way. And you often learn more by doing stuff anyway, right? I mean, you can kind of get that analysis paralysis go around in circles for a while versus this is kind of go let's kind of go stuff and let's kind of move move that ball along but one of the things we've learned over that time too jack is that those lessons don't always kind of kick in the first time you know if you might have the answer or the solution and we've got clients say oh i know this is the the 15th time you told me this but i finally heard it this morning i'm like i have heard it before or, or i'm finally ready to hear the message now and and do something about it and so you know those 300 podcasts we've, we've done and now we're on 301 jack a lot of those you know cover similar topics or do it in different ways, but it's a matter of kind of when you hear it and is it hitting, hitting the point when you're ready to kind of receive that message? It's, it's a, you know, there's different um, wisdom that says, right. Whenever you're ready for the solution, the answer appears kind of stuff, right. Or the, or the person the, the help you appears when, when you're ready. So, um, so if you're ready and you're, you're fi finding this episode, this is, this is the right time because we have a, a good topic for him today. Don't we Jack? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. You know, uh, when you have employees, you have to sort of not keep them in line in a punitive sense, but make sure that uh, everyone is marching to the same drumbeat as close as possible. So how the heck do you do it? You know, how do you get everyone in sync? You just wish it in, you yell it in, you uh, coax it in. You Wait, know, people, people, what would they be in sync with? Hold on, Jack. So people might be a little confused that we're, we're talking about the the... I guess is the, the the 90s or the early 2000s music pop group called NSYNC. Uh, probably the most famous <laughs> member is Justin Timberlake. People know know him, or I guess as his fans call him JT. Um, but we're not talking about that NSYNC though, Jack. Are we? Oh, that no. I, well, maybe we are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they, where's Justin these days? I haven't seen him pop up anywhere. He's doing lately. stuff actually. You know, I just saw. I think he just had a birthday. I think he just turned 41, Jack. The ripe old age of 41. I mean, he's accomplished more oh, in his 41 God. years than most people accomplish in 100 years, right? So yeah. But yeah. He's, well, I like he's him. Around he's a good stuff. guy. I'm sure he'll he'll show up somewhere. I mean, he's one of those creative types, Jack. Whether he's doing more music or he's doing uh, he's doing movies or shows or something else or. He hasn't been on SNL for a while. You know, you know, he's always a great guest on Saturday Night Live. Um, he's, you know, mm -hmm. he's he's usually both the musical guest as well as the uh, <laughs> the uh, the person doing all the skits, and he's really he's really good. 
<laughs> so very very talented guy very talented guy and a right. good guy i mean he comes to christ he's got a good he's like yeah right we, we don't know him yeah. personally yet but yeah he seems like it but anyway so we're not talking about jt justin timberlake or that instinct we're talking That's, about uh, okay getting, getting your team in sync jack right it's a different i want to make sure our audience is clear see we're trying to get ourselves in sync here rather than talk about in sync <laughs> well that's part of how it works it, it, it gets a little messy sometimes jack that's part of part of business you know when life gets messy it's okay you, you, you try to embrace that messy stuff let's kind of get in there and embrace it and see see what we can do to kind of form it and shape it into something good and workable and doable that's going to achieve the goals we're looking for right can get messy very quick, you know. It really can. You're, you're talking very clear on some subject. All of a sudden, you took a side road that you didn't see the sign for, and you're you're in the abyss somewhere. <laughs> well, so how do you reel that back? We hear that a lot, Jack. You know, the, the whole idea of communication and how challenging that can be. You know, like you said, whether it be in business or in life, it's often difficult to kind of communicate. And and we often will meet owners who will kind of lament about that kind of challenge of trying to get their team on the same page. You know, that's a, a, another way to kind of talk about kind of getting them in sync. And, and uh, you know, it might sound something along the lines of, well, how do I kind of make sure everyone knows what's going on? Or why isn't everyone rowing in the same direction? Kind of, you know, again, why people seem to be doing different things where they're kind of working against each other. So there's often some different frustrations that might kind of come out or, 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 or come to the surface as part of this where, you know, why is, you know, or how do I know my team is kind of out of sync? And, and, and what do I do about that, right? You know, what do I do about that? And so how do I get started if I feel like, hey, my team's not quite in a rhythm. We don't have that, that, good, that good rhythm. We're, 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 we're doing the same kind of thing. So how, how do I do that? And how do I make that kind of happen? Well, we, we, uh, we like to start out with a plan. If, if I'm the owner of the company, I should have a vision, a plan. Uh, ultimately a plan to get me to move towards that vision, knowing that it's an imperfect process, but it'll, it'll put the lasso around the important features if I really put my heart into it. So if I have a vision of where I'm going and I can articulate that in terms of the business at hand, then I have a good chance of, of improving dramatically my communications with my employees. So I can talk to them in a, in a way that basically lets them have confidence that I know what I'm doing or at least where I'm going. And it sounds inspirational if you can get to that point. And people will feel pretty good. Now, how do you, how do you lay out a plan? Well, in our coaching, we have seven keys, the seven keys to success. And it, it captures everything that goes on in a company and categorizes it so that you can basically communicate the salient, the, the, the important things that are uh, involved with your company communicating things like profit like markets like sales like like uh employees and uh, incentives for employees and it's just you know all the things that are covered in business that word business if you master that and feel comfortable talking and presenting to your employees then you are on the road to keeping people basically in sync Oops. Yeah, one of the first questions we'll ask people when we hear this is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll ask them, well, how often do you and your team meet? All right? We ask that question and we, we, we often get one of two responses. The, the first one might be kind of one of those, kind of there's a pause and kind of a sheepish grin and say, well, you know, uh, we don't really do any regular meetings, right? And, you know, maybe they'd kind of done, but you know, we, we, we don't really have any of those, Jack, right? Or on the opposite end of the spectrum, they maybe start just kind of blasting, oh, 
you know, meetings are such a waste of time and resources. We tried doing that for years and it never worked and everybody hated them and were complaining about stuff, Jack. And so we often hear usually one of those two, two ends of the spectrum. And so we understand that meetings get bad raps, Jack, right? You know, you know we've been involved, you know, you, you, know, you and I, are careers, I think everybody listening here has experienced at least one bad meeting, right? If not, if not many bad meetings. And so multiple, sure. So what do we mean by that, right? There's there's uh, some common mistakes and frustrations that, that get made with meetings, Jack. It could be something as simple as having no agenda for the meeting. Or maybe you have an agenda, but they aren't really following. It's just kind of there as maybe some loose guideposts in terms of what's kind of going on, right? You may have one or two people dominating the meeting, all right? So we got eight people in the room here, and yet you and I are just dominating the discussion. It's, it's them watching us. They might also grab some popcorn, Jack, and kind of just you know see what's kind of going on because they aren't really participating in the meeting, right? Maybe uh, it's our 30-minute weekly touch base, and it always goes two, three hours, Jack. It's like we have it booked for half an hour, but I know it's going to take all morning to kind of, you know, to kind of get stuff kind of done, right? So Yeah, nobody's in charge, and yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what right? happens. All right, so people are kind of looking around and going, well, who, who's in charge here, right? And if nobody's in charge, well, maybe you'll have some folks kind of jump in, and it all of a sudden becomes disaster. You, you, maybe you'll, you'll have a D-gum jumping in and just go, hey, let's take charge. Oh, now we're mad at him for doing that, or she did that, or can you believe she said that? Whatever it might be, all of a sudden now the meeting is is gone unhinged, it's gone bad now. Now we're not in sync at all. We're 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 at each other's throats now, Jack. It's, it's gone the worst way, right? So people say, "Wait, how could meetings, how can meetings be be the answer, right? Because they have all these kind of negative things in their minds, Jack." But we always say, "You can do better. You can do better than than than, than these other folks in terms of what they're trying to kind of do." And we mentioned the plan earlier, Jack. One of the parts of the plan we talk about with people is to get your schedule laid out for the year which includes a schedule of meetings. Now, let me pause because I, that, that might sound very uh, depressing to people who are listening, Jack, <laughs> or like overwhelming. And it's like, wait a minute, you, 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 you may go from no meetings at all to all of a sudden I start to kind of fill my calendar with meetings. Okay, well, now pause. Let's, uh, let's slow down here a little bit, right? So if, if we have a, a, a situation, and if this is true for you, where you have no meetings going on at all, okay, that's fine. Let's pick one meeting to start with. One meeting, right? And we'll give them some options, Jack. And what kind of options could you have for what types of meetings could they have in terms of frequency? I could have daily, daily touches. Okay. And that meeting lasts maybe 15 minutes, stops. Okay. Everyone goes around the, the, the circle there and gives a quick status of what their what their particular responsibilities are. Not a long, drawn out, not a lot, a lot of big, deep questions. And this is 15 minutes. And, but Jack, right. we see each other all the time. We're always talking to each other. I mean, we, we don't need to, you know, I already talked to you five times during the day. Do I need, do I need to talk to you a sixth time, really? Is that, is, is that, is that good? For 15 minutes, you can spend three <laughs> updating everyone on your, you, know, you will get to know it. One of the, one of the biggest problems with the, the continuity of meetings is basically people stop attending. Uh, you, you mentioned this, set your meeting schedule at the beginning of the year. Okay, so we have one meeting, one, one meeting daily, 15 minutes. Everyone attends. If you can't, if you can't find a suitable substitute for yourself, and that's not to be done regularly, once in a while, you basically are going to communicate the problems of your organization, of your responsibilities. So if we can get that down, that's a huge step forward. 
because now we can institute another meeting if this is a good one. And, and if it's a good one, if somebody's in charge of it and keeps it on track. Well, let's go through and just kind of touch on the different meetings first, and we'll kind of circle back around in terms of maybe, you know, where, where they start. So, so, so daily meeting would be, yeah, your point, it's maybe 15 minutes a day. Now, you say everybody, you know, it, it may be everybody in the company, depending on how big your company is, or it might be your leadership team or key people, but, you know, you have a daily touch where you've got maybe 15 minutes where the key people are going to be discussing whatever the, the key items are for that day. So, you know, are there certain things you want people to know about every day? Whatever it might be. So whatever, whatever your key hot buttons are going to be. So that could be one of them. So we could have a daily, a daily touch. Um, what's another popular one that, we, that people often like to kind of do, Jack? Maybe not daily. Uh, monthly. Monthly. Is, monthly. Is, uh, mm -hmm. Yep. Once a month and review different stuff. It could be, as we get into it, we'll have different agenda items, but maybe it's talking about the, the monthly financials. What's the, you know, what's the plan for the month? You know, how did things go last month? Um, you know, there's different things that you can, you can certainly cover from that standpoint. How about in between those two? Between a daily and a monthly? Well, it depends. Depends on the company. Do we need to talk about do we need to talk about status and and working? Those are the two types of committee, the committee or meeting meeting categories. Um, status is a little more longer and or status is relatively simple. The uh, the working meetings are a little more let's say difficult, time consuming, because there's a lot more technical issues usually involved. So it depends on what those meetings are gonna be, but you might want something sandwiched in between, but I don't think so for the most part. Weekly and monthly will do it. We touched about daily. So again, so weekly, you know, weekly could, could, could be done as well. I think that's one of the more popular ones we often will see, Jack. Maybe there'll be like a weekly production meeting, let's say. Yeah, that, that, mm -hmm. you know, that's often one that, that maybe has kind of been ongoing that, that people may, maybe start with. So maybe have some daily, so maybe have some weekly or some monthly. And it could also get some, maybe some quarterly or some annual meetings kind of going on, you know, in terms of kind of planning out how'd the quarter go, what's the, what's the plan for this next 90 days and keep people focused on a on 90 day goals or the overall annual planning, putting together the annual plans like you, you as you opened up with Jack, there's, there's a place for that. And so <clears throat> if you can picture having that schedule, also as I'm saying, it can get overwhelming really quick, Jack, right? If I have some daily meetings and some weekly meetings, and some monthly meetings, and some quarterly meetings, and, and and annual meetings, right? Well, gee, if I get those things kind of going on, well, also not, I may have certain weeks or months that are filled with meetings. Okay, so that's a little overwhelming if I'm going from nothing to, okay, so let's start with that one. And we'll often encourage people to pick, and usually it'll be either a daily or a weekly, maybe, maybe monthly meeting, right? In terms of get one started and kind of see how it goes, right? Because seeing is a belief, if you start to kind of have this going, usually when they start with the one meeting, Jack, it usually leads to another meeting, right? Say, so, hey, maybe we start with our, our weekly touch, our, our weekly production meetings going on also. Hey, well, there's certain things that, 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 that aren't quite getting covered. We need, maybe we need to discuss those things once a month, right? They are, they're not important to be talking about daily, but maybe once a month we talk about those things. Or, hey, there's certain things that we're, we're kind of missing day to day. You know, we got our six key people doing different stuff. And so, you know, we've had an example like that. And again, it doesn't matter how big or small your company is. And we had a client years ago, it was a pretty good sized uh, company, but uh, as we were working with the, the team of the top probably eight executives in the team, um, there was some frustration going back and forth in terms of what was going on and just how there were often different fire drills that were happening almost every day of things kind of going on. And so we asked that very simple question. We said, well, how often does this, this team meet, right? Now, keep in mind, this team is, you know, the, the owners and the key leadership team of the, of the organization. And they said, well, other than when we see you guys or, you know, or we get together maybe, maybe once a year here or there, but it's not, it's not consistent was the answer, right? 
who said, hey, how about you guys try a 15-minute daily touch? You know, the, the eight of you get on a phone call, or if you're there in person, you, you, you get there in person. But you go around the room in terms of just, you know, again, so all of you are aware of what's going on, because as you're listening to each other, updating on your different areas, it might impact the other person, right? So if I got an area here where a delivery is not coming, well, production needs to know about that, right? Or if I got an upset customer or something happened over here, we got, you know, as things kind of happen. And so, you know, like that old telephone game, right? If you say it in one part, it goes to another person. Okay, well, if we're all in the same room hearing at the same time, we can then digest it and kind of know what's going on. Everybody gets informed at the same time from what's kind of going on. And it was amazing. This was almost instantaneous, Jack. Within the first, the first week or two of them doing these daily touches, how much smoother things went how few fire drills they had because they were able to cut things off because they were aware of just having much higher communication amongst those key people in the organization that then, then funneled down to the rest of the people in the organization, right? From that daily touch. That's right. That, that's, what makes, uh, that's what makes meetings, if well, if, if well designed and basically, you know, somebody's in charge to keep us on, on track. Don't let it drift. Don't let a meeting of the leadership team all of a sudden sidetrack with you and I, Adam, both members of the leadership team, we start talking about something and everyone sits, sits there and watches us. That's, that's what dooms meetings. It, it, uh, so all of a sudden what should be an hour long and I've planned it in my own, my own schedule, you know, it starts at eight o'clock, ends at nine. Uh, the boss is going to be there and he's going to keep everyone on track. He won't wander himself. And everyone has an allotted time. And if you and I start talking and if you and I start to dominate the meeting and everyone's sitting there watching us, it's going to, it's going to disintegrate. It won't work. But if I know I can come into this meeting, get a brief overview of whatever, whatever's going on in everyone's department. And if I have further questions, I say, look, Adam, why don't you and I step aside here after this meeting, let's, let's talk about that rather than take up the, everyone's time in here. Everyone, everyone in the meeting will appreciate that. It'll be a meeting that all of a sudden gets a good reputation. Like, hey, look, we start at eight sharp and we end at nine. I don't care where you are in the world, you basically should be able to attend that meeting in today's technology. And all of a sudden it becomes institutionalized that this is a solid meeting. And I've gotten informed and communication is enhanced. But geez, why don't we try it at a lower level now? Let's try uh, each department. Let's try however we're going to organize uh, the company to, to get good quality meetings in place. All of a sudden, if everyone is, is part of this on a daily basis, part of a different meeting, all emanating from the same source, you tell me where we have communication issues. We don't. It's easy to spot. And somebody's got to champion, though, and advocate it yeah, big time. And that should be the boss. Right. Here's the rules of the meeting, not 10 pages of procedures. It's, it's going to be, you got, you got five minutes or less. Let's say you got five minutes to present uh, the overview and problems and, and uh, celebrations of your particular responsibilities. That's, that's cool. I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone knows what's going on. That's what we're here for. Not hard to do. It's amazing more people haven't picked it up. We never, we rarely see it. Well, because again, I think there's there's that um, feeling or there, it's okay to say meetings are bad, right? 
Like people often say it's okay to lie to a salesperson, right? There's certain rules people have, whether they're written or unwritten or unspoken rules that, you know, in terms of what's going on. So, Hey, if we cancel the meeting, everybody, everybody feels good about that. Right. It's okay to cancel meetings, Jack. Right. But we're saying, no, it's different. And, and because we've had some experience, a lot of experience we're showing where there's tremendous benefits of that of bringing people together. All right. You know, we had, um, you know, mentioning like these, you know, you mentioned like, like, like explaining your vision. Right. And so maybe it's during an annual meeting or some annual meeting to kind of explain what's kind of going on. And so we had a client years ago, was going out and explaining what the what the vision was for the business, and they were getting into new into a new area of the business. This happened to be a moving business, and they uh, they say we're we're getting into some more commercial stuff, and and we're looking for opportunities in that area, and and they were just sharing with their team, you know, everybody from the office staff to the to to to, to the movers, the folks working the warehouse, and to sharing the plans and getting them kind of, kind of getting involved. And it was within two weeks later. One of the people in the warehouse came back to the to, to the CEO and, and the owner and said, "Hey, you know, I was having my normal Wednesday night pool game with my buddies, and one of the guys I was playing with mentioned how they were so frustrated with their moving company. Well, it turns out that this person worked with the school system, and they were they were they were moving some buildings, everything else. And the long story short, it just turned into a half million dollar job for them, Jack. Half million dollar job from just going out <clears throat> and explaining to your people what you're trying to do, how they can help." How, you know, as they live their, their lives, you know, and, and going through their world, opportunities present themselves if they're aware of it. And so you're getting them tuned into what you care about, Jack. It's important to be able to, you know, if you don't let them know, they don't know. And, and as we talk about people, people want to help. People want to, you know, want to do well. They want to, you know, help the company do well. But it's amazing, especially in the small business world, how few of the owners will help, help them help themselves, I guess, or help the other people help them. Because they aren't, they're, they're keeping so much so, so tight to the vest, and so usually where it gets very uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Jack. Usually where it gets really uncomfortable is where we we ask people to to start sharing their numbers, all right, sharing their financials, and 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 that's that's <laughs> that's often the hardest door to kind of crack open for people, right, in terms of the owners to kind of share what's going on in terms of well, what are the sales, what are the profits of the business, and most of them don't want to do that, Jack. Well, that lack of confidence uh, keeps them keeps them bound up. You know, they've got a lot of reasons not to do it, and one of them is that they don't understand it well enough. They don't practice it. They don't work on it. So those things aren't done, or they could be. It's a simple step away. It's a little shuffle shovel step shuffle step that basically you can get started, and it, it becomes fun. It, it does if everyone's in the same boat. And your leadership team should be in that boat with you. It's funny. We just had a client discussion uh, recently, and he's about a year, maybe a little more than a year into the opening the kimono, so to speak, in terms of the, the financials with his people. And, you know, it starts with the usually your, your closest person, and then you kind of start to expand it out. But anyway, he's talking about how he started to now present. And, he, and as part of what he's doing with that is he's starting to look at his company with different divisions, right? So he's got different sources of revenue. He's starting to track them that way. And so he, he pulled together a handful of folks who were part of one of the divisions and said, Hey, we lost money last year. And he presented the numbers and showed them, you know, how they're losing money. And he said, it was amazing. It was eye-opening. It was shocking. These people had, had no idea. They had no idea how, how much effort was taken by the, by the office team to do certain things, whatever was kind of going on. And so it was a fantastic meeting. He said, it was great to kind of get these guys involved in what was going on and how they could start to help and how, how, they could have some goals and things that they're doing day in and day out and week in, week out. They could help the company achieve the goals where that division now goes from being, you know, being a loser to where it's going to be turning profitable, you know? And so, but, you know, 
have that confidence to do that. You know, he wasn't doing that day one, but he started to understand, well, here, let me let him in. Let me show him what I'm seeing and why maybe I'm not in such a great mood this month, Jack, right? If all of a sudden things aren't going well, I'm going to be a little ornery, a little bit, you know, on edge or not so nice as opposed to when things are going better. Maybe I'm, I'm in a better mood, right? And so that's right. Yeah. Understand why. You can change the culture of the company dramatically by having good solid meetings and prepare for them and commit to them. You know, you can get all rallied up, uh, you know, going into the new year. And by the third month of the year, the meetings are starting to drift and then they fall apart. And then there's more, more complaints about the bad meetings. We don't want any more meetings. They never tell us anything, blah, blah, blah. If we heard that once, we heard it a million times. So, so anyway, that's, that's how you get people in sync. That's the best way. There are other ways which we'll be touching on as we go forward. But that's that's a excellent excellent start. Have meetings and try to refine them. That'll be our challenge for you for you this week. So uh, if you own a business and you haven't been having meetings, then okay, let's let's try to figure out what kind of meeting do you want to start with. Again, and we'd recommend either probably daily, weekly, or monthly. They'd have something. And the first step is putting together an agenda for that. What do you want to cover in that meeting? And it should be generic enough that you can, that, that, that there's certain categories of things that we want to cover, right? So, Hey, we want to cover production or we want to cover sales and marketing or customer issues or whatever it might be. You have those, those different <laughs> handful of topics, Jack, right? And then it's customized each day or week or month, depending on what's going on within those different categories. But that way, you know, Hey, we're discussing these things. When we come to our, our daily meeting or, or our monthly meeting or our weekly meeting. And if I circle back real quick to my opening comment where people will push back on, on like a daily meeting, well, Hey, I, I see you five times a day or talk to you five times a, a day, Jack. Well, that's very disruptive to be able to do that, right? And so most things can wait 24 hours, Jack, as we've talked about all the time. And so if I know you and I have regular touch base every day, whether it be in the morning, afternoon, whatever it might be, okay, well, I can just keep a list of things I want to cover with you during that time versus, hey, let me tell you this. Hey, let me tell you that because I'm not sure what I'm going to see next. Hey, by the way, this happened here with this customer here. Hey, did you see what this employee, whatever it might be, it's all random, but hey, now I've now told you, right? Or say this is kind of keeping that's part of our part of our daily agenda, right? And also now you have fewer disruptions during the day as the owner. People aren't constantly because right. again, you have that rhythm kind of go down. So try it. I guess is our point. Pick pick one to kind of start with and see how it kind of goes. But do your project, stick with it. Put it in your calendar for the you know for, for, for that year. And again, well, you know, we, we have clients that, that sing the praises all of a sudden they can't believe hey, it's great now. And and it, they look forward to their every other Monday, where they've got a day full of meetings where they're going through talking to their key people a couple times a month. Okay, well, hey, that's good. We get excited about that because we know that that means they're getting a good rhythm and they're, and they're getting their team in sync, Jack. That's, uh, that's right. That's, that's right. All right. So that's our show for today to talk about getting your team in sync. If you've missed, uh, if you like what you heard, you want to see some of our, our prior shows as we were alluding to earlier, this is episode 301. We've got 300 episodes in our, in our in, I guess, in the can. And you can get them on our website, dirtyseekersofsmallbusiness.com. Uh, there's an episodes button there. If you click on that and search, you can search and you know, put your question in of, of whatever topic or, or question you have. It'll feedback whatever shows we have that kind of cover that topic. Usually there'll be multiple of those shows. Um, if you aren't finding a show that, that addresses that, why don't you reach out to us at either radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call. 877-849-0670. And we can either answer the question for you directly or we'll put together a show like this for it and kind of address it not only for you, but for the rest of the audience as well. Happy to be able to do that. But um, if you prefer, if you have a smart device and you listen to podcasts, 
Go to your favorite podcast player, whether it be Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts, and search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You hit the subscribe button, and we usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning. It'll be delivered right to your smartphone and give you a chance to kind of get caught up on those things. And all of our shows are pretty much um, stand the test of time. They aren't necessarily based on current events. These are uh, general business practices and principles that, that stand the test of time and are helpful for your business. So it should be a tre- treasure trove of stuff that's there for you. Um, so that's what we got for you uh, this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk with you next week. Bye. Bye.